No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley. We're locked and loaded and ready to go for another week of No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. And you can purchase the new Lynx Gotcha. Danny Frawley, good evening to you. Nice to uh, see you. Good evening, Jack. Good evening, listeners. What a great day at the G today. I know that uh, Neil Danaher, MND, what a great uh, man he is. Yes. Over four million. It's insane, isn't it? It's uh, great. Well done. Well done to him and the family. Well done to all the coaches. Well done to the crowd, too. Is that a record crowd for the Ds? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, for Queen's birthday, it is. Queen's yeah. birthday. Yep. No, they um, did everything bar win the game, Melbourne. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the main thing. But no, well done to Neil. And obviously, um, this show, you know, there's a lot of people out there suffering all different types of health situations, but Neil's been a, a, you know, a pillar of strength, hasn't he, through this scenario? Long weekend, uh, so there'll be a lot of people listening to us who are on their way back tonight or might have just got back from a little holiday. How did you spend your long weekend, yeah, look, I, I, I saw on Twitter you were at Indented Head at one yeah, point. Yeah, I was. I got a little beach house down there with my wife and Nita. So we had um, my daughter's formal Friday night. That was interesting. <laughs> Seeing all the 18-year-old girls. Oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> she dressed up too good-looking for my liking. A few of the boys were... Two of those young fellas, the King twins, yeah, were sneak, sneaking around. Oh, were they really? Yeah, and young Austin uh, Bradkey, he was there. Yeah, it was the Halaby formal, but um, just maybe just just goes to show you how old you are. Maybe mate. just suggest that they just take a step or two back. Perhaps no, they're looking at this grey-haired <laughs> old man. I thought, gee, haven't times changed? But I think the long weekend's a bit of a reflection, isn't it? I, I was reading an article on the weekend. I might read it um, to you, Jack, and the listeners, and then we'll get our important guest. I'll introduce him later on. But for anyone out there, anything fitness in the mental side of things or physical side of things. You've got a, something you want to ask. Later on, we've got um, a $50 gift voucher from Chemist Warehouse oh, to give away, Jack. Beautiful. So that is very good. But this is an article. Um, it was written by Steve Jobs, actually on his deathbed. So I don't want to get too morbid about it, but he was known as Mr. Apple. So he was the, the founder of Apple. He died at the age of 56 with pancreas cancer. Now, I won't go into the, the fact that he was a bit stubborn with that. He didn't... He wanted a sort of the natural sort of That's right. health yeah. remedy, yeah. spiritual. And the doctor said, look, if you had went in early and got some chemo. But anyway, this was on his deathbed. It just goes to show you that money is something, but it's not everything. So I'm just going to read this here, Jack. I reached the pinnacle of, this is obviously Steve, a couple of days before he died. I reached the pinnacle of success in the business world. In some other eyes, my life is the pinnacle of success. However, apart from my work, I have little joy. In the end, my wealth is only a part of life that I'm accustomed to. At this moment, lying in bed and recalling my life, I realise that all the recognition and wealth that I took for granted and I took such pride in have paled and become meaningless in the face of death. You can employ someone to drive your car, make money for you, but you cannot have someone bear your sickness for you. Material things can be found or replaced. But there is one thing that can never be found when lost. Life. Whichever stage in your life you are right now, with time, with time you will face the day when the curtain comes down. Treasure the love of your family, spouse, and the love of your friends. Treat yourself well and cherish others. As we grow older and hopefully wiser, we realize that a, hundred, that a $300 or a $30 watch both tell the same time. You will realize that your true inner happiness does not come from material things of this world. Whether you fly first class or economy, if the plane goes down, you go down with it. Therefore, I hope you realise when you have mates, buddies, friends, brothers and sisters, 
You can chat and laugh with them and sing with them. Talk about north, south, east and west or heaven and earth. That is true happiness. Don't educate your children to be rich. Educate them to be kind and happy. So when they grow up, they will know the value of things and not the price. Eat your food as your medicine. Otherwise, you will have to eat your medicine as your food. The, the one who loves you will never leave you for another because even when there are a hundred reasons to give up, he or she will find a reason to hold on. There's a big difference between a human and being human. Only a few will understand it. You are loved when you are born. You will be loved when you die. In between, you just have to manage. The best doctors in the world are sunlight, rest, exercise, diet, self-confidence and friends. Maintain them in all stages and enjoy a happy, healthy life and always be grateful. A bit to take out of that, isn't it? Well, there is. And I think... It's amazing. That's that's the thing. Cause you, you you know we all like the new car. We want the, you know the new Garmin watch. But a five k runs a five k run. True. It doesn't matter whether you have got the eight hundred dollar watch on your hand. And that's great to have. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I think that Steve Jobs is a is a great reality check for us all. And Neil today. That's I sort of looked at that and I thought of Neil and I thought, gee, he played league footy, he coached. But what he's doing now is absolutely outstanding. And you must he must wake up and think, gee, I hope I've got another. How many years? Let's hope he goes forever. But we, we know we're all not going to. And I think a guy like Steve Jobs is a great reality check to say that a $300 watch or a $30 watch, it still tells the time. That's all thanks to our great mates at Chemist Warehouse Spud. I think you've absolutely nailed that. The home of real brands and real savings. We've got a $50 Chemist yep. Warehouse voucher to give away for our best caller this hour on 94291116. Let's welcome in our first guest yes. tonight, Spud, because... I'm a bit embarrassed. I've been doing a little bit of research <laughs> as well. This is a man that well, uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting before. Fitness XO, yeah. 377 Bridge Road in Richmond is going absolutely yeah. gangbusters. You can go to fitnessxo.com.au. Follow them on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, because that is where everyone is training now, Spud, because it, yep. it works. And Jimmy Taylor is the man behind Fitness XO, and he joins us. A very familiar voice to this station. Hello, mate. Yeah, g'day, Jack. Thanks a lot for having me in. G'day, Danny. Jimmy, how you going, mate? And Clarky, <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to explain myself here, and I'm not yes, going to lie. This to is going to be great. I know you're all over this, Jack, but Clarky, who produces the, the Brecky Show with Gaz and Tim, does a great job, and he said, look, this, you know, your show's going well. You, you know, get, I've got a bit of a health guru, and... I'm doing a bit of fitness there, and I said to you last week, Jack. You know, the, the long weekend. That you know, there's a lot of people. I, you know, but anyway, I thought, yeah, I'll get. Who is it? Jimmy Tarn. I thought, God, that name. I don't know, but it just it sounds familiar, but it didn't. Anyway, I called. <laughs> I texted Jimmy over the weekend. He's still right for for Monday night, which is now. Yeah, no worries. And he was doing a session this morning, which was great to hear on the Queen's birthday. He had a session of at his gym at ten and ready to ring now. So I gave him another hour's grace. So I called the young fellow up. And I said, no, oh, Jimmy, what have you been up to, mate? And he said, yeah, I've got this and that. And he said, uh, the thing that flattened me, and I'll get you in now, Jim, because I'm talking far too much, is do you remember you had some Kilda spot? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I, the name rang a bell, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, I can't put a name to this. And you, you stumped me then, Jim. The, the phone went dead, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm, I must have had my head up my own bloody backside. But it was... Um, you were there for a year, in my uh, defence. I was very forgettable, though, then, Danny. It was, you were uh, a northern suburbs boy, yeah, Diamond that's, Valley. That's true. You were tough, I know that. You were hard as a cat's head. Well, you've got to be, 
you know, the way you look. You've, you're, he's a fit-looking rooster <laughs> still. A, but big boy. Yeah. you were there with, I think it was Elvesy's first year from memory. Yeah, that's true. And there was a hell of a lot of players coming in and out. Mm. I think Damon Shaw was there. Um, Mickey DeWire, I'm trying to think. The kid from, um, oh, anyway, the name escapes me. But anyway, Jimmy, it was. So you're tell me about me. Spud, you? Tell me about how good was I, Jim? Was a, did I actually welcome you, being a, you did, a captain? You did, actually. I hope I, I did. You did, and one of the more memorable moments of uh, my time at St Kilda was when you stood up in front of everybody and made a special mention to me that it was my 21st birthday. Well, so go, I'll, I'll, I'll always remember that. So there you go, Jack. Yeah. You were waiting. You're you're a bit surprised at that, Jack. A little bit, yeah. Did someone <laughs> did someone give you that information, or no, was, did no, you have that available? Not at all. But <laughs> but Jimmy, were you um, always a fitness fanatic? Were you into the fitness then? When you were always. obviously playing, but yeah, yeah, it was always a key. Was that part. your job? Uh, it wasn't then? then. No. What were you doing? I was doing university. Yeah. So what did you study? I studied finance and accounting. Okay, so yeah. you left the Saints in the end of '94. Yep. Yep. Went back and played Diamond Valley. Yep. Finished off at Montmorency. So okay. Played out my days yep. there. Yep. Pretty wet those grounds get in the winter, don't they? Out yeah, there? very. Not too much grass on them in no, the middle of the winter. Have, pretty tough so. competition too. Yeah. Pretty yeah, tough. It, it was. Good competition. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it still is. Yeah. So, did you go to school after the uni? Or, sorry, did you get a job after uni, yeah, obviously? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, you know, a few different jobs. You know, worked as an accountant at KPMG and then yeah. a few different jobs here and there into the consultancy and always kept the finger in the pie of football and training yep. and health and fitness so i ended up coaching coach fitzroy in the amateurs as that's well. right yeah and, you know always had a handful of one-on-one clients as well so did um northern knights i did i did do some coaching at the northern yeah, knights. yeah absolutely so yeah. and then so when did you leave your jobs and this is a good one for us all jack sometimes you do a union degree i think the stats are something like 24 percent of that degree you actually Go and do Make that a type career. of job. Is that right? Yeah. yeah okay. you, you do something around it, then you move yeah. on. So you were, you were always into the fitness. That was the yeah. thing that was bugging you? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was something that I'd you know, always had a passion in. So, you know, it's good to, you know, when you can align yep. a career with passion, then that certainly helps. So, yeah. So I ended up going over to LA as well. Spent uh, six years over there in so the US. Did, did you go for a holiday or what, what happened? No, oh, I went over there to, you know, check out some things, look at, look at the acting scene and the fitness scene over there, but ended up doing a lot more of the fitness. So acting, you went over there to try and what? Uh, did a, did a couple of things over did there. Did you? A bit of fun. Yeah, so what? Did you roles. study drama or what? I did a little bit of that. Yeah. So I had a, had a little bit of luck on some shows like Criminal Minds and okay. Five O and American Horror. Is that Story. right? Yeah, just little, just very small, you know, sort of stuff, but a good experience. Yeah. Oh, very good. There, no, you, there you go. Better than some of the commercials we've seen from <laughs> you, you back <laughs> in the day. All right, bearings. <laughs> I think you got me well and truly covered, Jimmy. So. So you went over there and you're, like, you're still into the fitness then? Like, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, if you're acting, you've got to keep pretty fit anyway, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. No, and I had a handful of uh, clients that yep. I you know, take for PT work. Then I started working. Any well-known stars? Uh, yeah, a couple of Australian ones you might know. Nikki Whelan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she's super. She was very yeah. fit as well. Kate Jenkinson. She oh, was yeah, working yep. on, a, on a show over there as well in the yep. US. I still work with Kate here as well. Yeah. She's at lead on Wentworth. She's doing terrific. Mm. Uh, Bernard Curry as well. Yep. Another good. You know, then there were guys like Sullivan Stapleton and yep. uh, Dan, Daniel McPherson. Who's yeah. Keeps very, himself pretty fit. Very yeah. fit guy. Yeah, yep. he's good. So a lot of Australians uh, over there. And then, you know, some, you know, good handful of American, you know, they, they were. So the Aussies would handball a bit to their mates as well over there? They would. Give you they would. Yeah, good, good community over there, you know. So, so right in Hollywood, were you? Like, mm. like LA? Yeah. yeah Jeez, right you're living in, the good life. Yeah, yeah. West Hollywood, yeah. Into the rollerblades? 
uh, I wasn't good enough for rollerblades. Yeah, I just couldn't pull off the coolness aspect. Yeah, I was. I, I looked a bit too unco down at Venice Beach on that. So when did you, when you went over there, the acting obviously in and out a bit, and then yeah. the fitness obviously took over. Yeah, that was the constant. Yeah. Uh, so started working in a fitness studio there that had just opened up, uh, and uh, you know was start. We only had a couple of clients, so it worked worked very you know hard yeah. through that, and we built it up. It became really strong. I then opened up the second venue in Studio City, uh, so it was yeah going terrific over there. And then I got married to an American girl, and we thought we'd come back to Australia, so came back here and set up a venue here. The same type of venue. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so do you want all, to talk us through it? Like it's um, sure. Clark, he loves it, obviously. Fitness and I think, XO. Yeah, yeah, Fitness XO. And yeah. I think Rob Murphy's put his hand up. Yeah. We might have to get in there, Jack, at some stage. Yes. Yeah, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be good. Would, you don't be good. sound too enthusiastic. No, no, so. I'd be all for it, yeah. No, we, we can I, do... I you don't... I'm, I'm keen because I've, you know, I've got a bit over the tool shit at the moment, so I've got to do a bit of work. <laughs> yeah, he's just got to get down there to so, the first one. So what is it? What What... Is it boxer size or is it? No, no. Look, we do have boxing in there, but it's all group based. Like yeah. a lot of the classes are group based. But when I do one on one, a lot of it's about the high intensity interval training. So it's about you know time based. It might be forty seconds yeah. on twenty second rest, or it might be a minute on yeah. ten second rest. That that kind of circuit where it would go for about thirty minutes. So not huge weights. No, not huge weights. So you're not maxing. You're not maxing out on the heaviest yeah. you can do. Yeah. It's, more about more high repetition, yep. exactly. So your heart rate's getting up. Exactly. So you're maintaining a high heart rate. Yep. And does that mean, that, um, for the uneducated, including me, that after the weight session, you're still burning some fuel? Absolutely. Yeah. So there is that afterburn. So a lot of a lot of people wear those heart rate monitors or yep. the Apple iWatch, yep. and they'll look at it, and at the end of it, they'll go, oh, terrific, I've burnt 400 calories. But yep. that doesn't take into account the afterburn okay. that you would get. Yeah. Uh, you can join us, of course, nine four two nine eleven sixteen or oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We're going to use this opportunity with Jimmy here to, yep. if you want to pick his brain a little bit, either get started on something new, maybe with winter just coming around the corner, maybe you just need a bit of inspiration or some ideas about how you can get train a couple better. of mates together to come down. I think that's the, and everyone's got to make a start, don't they, Jimmy? Absolutely. That, that's the, and that's probably the hardest part, isn't it? Especially this time of year, the days are getting a bit shorter. Absolutely. Winter also makes it harder for people, but making the start is the hardest thing. And as soon as you can make that into a habit, Mm. a behaviour, then that's where you start to see the real benefit. We're going to take a break here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. After this, we'll talk more about Fitness XO, but also the explosion of group training and how that has become something that has become very much in vogue these days. Jimmy Taylor from Fitness XO is our special guest here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. And it's all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. No man should ever walk alone with Danny Frawley. No man should ever walk alone, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, who are the home of real brands and real savings. We have a $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher to give away before the end of the hour on 9429-1116. Spuds just used the ad break to just mm. take the opportunity to uh, try and remember a few yeah. more St Kilda names coming. And one of those, some of those uh, good uh, gifts we can get there at Chemist Warehouse, Jack. The the links is it the new links um, <laughs> got your body the spray? got your body spray yeah do you want to do you want to do this credit uh, oh my eyes are, <laughs> oh, I'm going well here aren't Look, we? support you. men's 
Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's, what is it? $2.99. I'll, I'll bow you out here. Yeah, Purchase the new Lynx Got Your Body <laughs> Spray and support men's mental health. Only $2.99, and it's available at Chemist Warehouse. Jimmy Taylor from Fitness XO is our special guest in the studio. No, he is. And we're just before the ad break, Jim, we are talking about the group scenario, how it's just gone gangbusters. Is it because of the uh, camaraderie? You were saying it's the new golf, and maybe it's the new go down, instead of going down to the pub and having five, you're... You, you can still do that, but you, you actually, this group scenario, it's pretty motivating. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's taken off. It certainly has gone crazy in the US and coming back to Australia here. Absolutely. Yeah. Gone, gone nuts here as well. But they do say that people work out 20% harder when they're in a group environment no, as yeah. well. But, you know, people also refer to it as it's like the, the new pub where people go there to have social interaction. Yeah. They'll go and work out together. You know, you see a lot of groups of friends coming yeah. down, girlfriends or just mates or Yep. Even husbands, wives, girlfriends, etc., coming down together. So yeah, it's, it really does create that group atmosphere. Creates a bit of community and, and something that they're all sharing together. Yeah. And what about like for, for someone listening at home saying, "Okay, I'm, I haven't done much for the last six to twelve months, maybe two or three years." What advice? Get a health check for a start? Yeah, health check would be handy. Yeah. Uh, you know, you always have a fair idea of where yeah. you're at. Uh, obviously, if, if you've had any injuries in the yeah. past, you want to have them looked at as well yeah. to, to see what your limits are because there's nothing worse than starting something and getting yeah. an injury early on because that'll you know set you right back. Uh, but then starting slowly. So if they walk into your office uh, or studio, sorry, tomorrow, yep. what, what do you do? Do you, do you give them the sort of like a... Check their weight, obviously. What else do you do? Yeah, give them a bit of a rundown, find out where they're at and what they've done in the past, if they have got any injuries or niggles or conditions that need to be aware yep. of. And we'll we'll also give them a little bit of a test and see where they're at. But also in the first class, just ask them to take it very easy, very mm. lightly. And also, you know, give them the close attention to make sure what weight they're lifting is not you know, going to yeah. give mm. them too much exertion. You want them, you want them to come back. You don't want them to get really sore for for a week and you know be put off by it. So, you know, really easing into it. How well, often do you see that where people say, you know yeah, what, I'm going to yeah. start going for a run, or I'm going to start doing this, this, and this, and they blow up quickly yeah. or hurt themselves quickly? Yeah, yeah. You see, you a see lot that of, a bit. I do see that quite a bit, and and it's. Hard to pull somebody back as well, especially when they're feeling, oh, I used to lift those weights and easy. They're I can do that. Yeah. I, you know, five years ago, I would lift twice that. Yeah. And so they, they want it. They want to, you know, yeah. impress those people around or, you know, feel still yeah. feel good about themselves, etc. And so you've got to pull them back. And people can be reluctant to, yeah. Well, one thing, you know, we've all had a few injuries. I've had, a, a, you know, too many operations. But in, in the competitive sense, I'd have to say to you, no overweight heads. Uh, sorry. No lifting weights over my head so I can do it from here because I've had um, my rotator cuff here operated on three times I'm fine with here but any any sort of press with the weights or any chin-ups the supraspinatus tendon's been operated on a couple of times so I can do push-ups no no drama but anything above the shoulder where Mm -hmm. I'm lifting so it'd be sort of like those flies or So then to that point, if you've got someone like Spud who wants to yeah, Jack's get back into it, do it, if you want to get back into it, but you've got something that uh, is just bothering you a little bit, how do you, how do you tailor that? How, you've obviously heard what Spud's just said there. How do you tailor that program yeah. to, to make sure that that suits? Absolutely. And we do have a lot of people that have conditions yeah. like that. So, you know, instead of doing anything that might be shoulder heavy, shoulder related, you might then transfer it. So you're still working upper body mm. and, and still can work on on the biceps or the triceps. If you still do chest 
activities that won't put your shoulder mm. in that position. So you can still work around it and can still be a part of it. And what about if you just want to go in there and do it on your own? It's probably um, your studio. It sounds like it's it's more group because I've had a look at your timetable. Yep. There's six till sort of yep. four, 6.45, then there's a seven group, then there's... Yep. An eight group. Evening group. Twelve o'clock. Well, five thirty, six thirty. What yeah. if you just want to go in on your own or So I do you know, we've got a few trainers there, a few ex footballers that are trainers there like Kane Pedafik here and Shane. Oh, is Kane there? Yeah, Kane is there. Kane's well he's still... um well, this is getting right off the track. No, he's no, it's he's okay. gonna be one of the players for the Victorian country team. Yeah, Tell right. him he better be doing some work. He, he kicked eleven the other day. Yeah, I know. He? He's gonna be um I'm helping out coaching the Victorian country team and Are you really? Yeah. I'm actually coaching it. Is that so, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a bit a, of a bombshell, yeah. No, nah, it's about three or four weeks. So Kane's in the squad, and I, I called him the other day. Um, but he's in good nick. He's still he's still got he's, his speed, which I'm surprised. He's still boxing or doing a bit of boxing. He is. We've got the bags down there at the gym, and he gets on them. He goes all right, he, doesn't he? He does. He does, and his fitness is still good. We've done a lot of sessions. Kane and myself in there on our own, just working through it, pushing each other through. <laughs> How good is it? Um, for the listener out there or anyone for that matter to do a workout for 40, 50 minutes you've done it with a group or done it on your own or you've done a session you've sort of helped them through a session how good is it for them mentally as well Jimmy? Yeah uh, well to me that's the key component you know yeah. I, I like to say that work out for your mental health and your physical health follows mm. and, and I really believe in that I really do um, you know there's there's a lot of studies that are coming out you know talking about depression and and the benefits of exercise that that has mm. to depression and and what it does to the to your mental state so yeah so so but but not only that just you do you have a lot of clarity after you finish an intense yeah. workout you, you feel great yeah. you know there's that release of the endorphin you know you've got increased blood flow yeah. to the brain as well you know you have all this clarity but um you know then then harnessing that as well you want to harness it so even what we do in some mm. of the classes, the the ones that are more of a higher intensity, we have a little mini meditation at the end of it. Yeah, it's good. Just so rather than being, you know, having the clarity a bit, a bit yeah. chaotic, just so I can bring it back and be a bit more present with it so you can harness that. Um, but but really the mental health aspect of it, exercise is key for that. And Jack, you know, Jack's, and we've got a great job. I'm sort of more weekend, but Jack probably now with the, the, the bowls and, and footy on the weekend and this show where you're doing a good job, you're nearly every day of the week. It's not 24 hours, but you're actually on air. So a guy like Jack, Jimmy, he, he needs a bit of a workout, doesn't he? Because mentally, no, well you, no, no, but you, your adrenaline's got to be up when you're on radio all the time. You can't turn up on the radio and say, you know what, I don't, I don't want to talk for three hours. I'm just going to sit you here. You kind of have to. <laughs> but if you know what I mean, yeah. like, it's good for, for Jack to get out there every morning or before he gets in here and he's ready to go. No, 100%. Absolutely. And have you ever tried that before? Done a Yeah, so you, I, I make the time. So wake up, breakfast, yeah. coffee, paper back to front, obviously for yeah. our job we need yeah. to, and then gym straight away. So it's normally by about yeah, 9.30. Good. So Excellent. it's just a routine. You just you don't miss it. And then anything sort of done by about 11, and yeah. then you've still got a fair portion of the day after that. Anything else you do is a mm. bonus, obviously, as yeah. well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sometimes they say it's just about making the time, isn't it? Mm. That's exactly it, yeah. Hmm. So, Jimmy, with the um, with the session, so when you're intensity, you, let's say I do it for a month. So, do you, do you keep improving, like do you, or you just do the same session, or you got to mix it up? No, they keep changing. The sessions will always be different. Yeah. So, every day of the week we'll have the same structure. 
but every day. I don't want to mention the opposition, but a lot of people out there have just a couple of guys just text me and on the text machine F forty five. What's the difference between your um, session and F forty five? Yep, Uh, and they're both good, but yeah, yeah. look, they are, and and I think F forty five have done an incredible job, and they've really made uh, you know group training certainly a, a very familiar word kind of thing in the u.s i wasn't so familiar with f45 at all you know there's a lot going on in the u.s a lot of yeah, different okay. variety etc so yep. when i came back here i was surprised at how big it was you know it's everywhere it's very familiar so look it's a great workout mm. uh definitely a great workout crossfit crossfit's a great workout as well yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, bloody hard yeah i've heard that crossfit it is, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> they're you know well they're they're very competitive and they're setting people up to compete. Okay. So, you know, that's more the CrossFit angle. Yeah. Where, you know, they are good at creating community and they have a, have a good culture. They have a good following. You know, people are very loyal to it. Mm. Uh, but it is more of a competition base. I've heard you use the word community a few times yeah. Yeah. tonight. Is that yeah. is that changing? Well, you've been in fitness a long time now. Is that something that's changing or evolving? Is that community is more important for people when they exercise now? Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it really has become mm, more of yep. it. Because back in the day when, you know, when I first started going to the gym mm. and Danny, you would have yep. been lifting your big weights down down at the gym. 150. People, <laughs> we didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but but you would, you'd just go down there by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you might go down with a mate and you'd just go there by yourself. Yep. You'd leave by yourself. You'd lift the weights by yourself, everything, you know, and, and then you'd tell your buddy, oh, yeah, went to the gym. Whereas this whole group training thing, People are going there together or they're meeting friends there. So they are doing it together. And even if they don't know somebody when they start Mm. working out with them, they feel that they've achieved something with Mm. them. And so it ends up making the people be a little bit accountable. Like, oh, you'd be, oh, Mm. you know, Jack, I didn't see you last week. Oh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, where, no, where were you? Let's go come tomorrow. And so Mm. they start holding people accountable. You know, we, we even have Friday drinks. You know, quite regularly as well. You know, now we're starting to talk, Spud. Reward, reward. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it is it. It really is becoming, and I think that's why this group training thing works, and people stay mm. to it because they have developed these new friendships and a, a sense of community. And and you know, when they keep seeing each other, you know, and and, and praising each other as well, they feel good about it. What is, about your sorry, Jack, no, no, I was just going to say, does that then extend to you talk about a Friday drink? A lot of people, it's quite common now, they'll go for a brekkie after a training session or a coffee yeah. or just, yeah. to me, that's as good for physical as it is for yeah. mental, isn't it? Absolutely. So, you know, we're, we're on Bridge Road there and straight after that, you see a whole lot of different groups at all the cafes yeah. spread mm. along Bridge Road. Yeah. What about diet? Do you um, obviously maintain a healthy diet as well? Do you take the, the, the people through that? It's basically, that's their yeah. prerogative. Yeah. Diet is a very important thing. Uh each person's, you know, very... Yeah, yeah metabolism is different, isn't it? They are, they are. So it's something that you do need to spend quite a bit of time with each person on mm. that. Of course, there's, you know, the overall, like, you know, yep. well-balanced diet, etc. But if you want somebody to really go to the next stage or become an elite athlete, mm. that's where it comes yep. quite finite, you know, very specific. But generally speaking, you know, helping them through... You know, portion control mm. is a yep. key thing yep. as well. Also, when you're eating, making sure sleep is a key component. Well, that was my next question. How important is the sleep factor? And obviously, you're doing these sessions. You're going to be 
fairly tired initially. So you're actually going to sleep better, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're ready to go to sleep. You want to go to sleep. And you do. You, you will have a deeper sleep. Your sessions, you wouldn't do it every day. So recovery's obviously... And that's what a lot of people don't understand. And I'm, I'm putting my hand up with this. I'm like a, a bull at a gate. You, you know, I've got to do it every day. But when you get a bit longer in the tooth, mm. the recovery is just important so you can do the session, the next session better isn't it yeah the body the muscles need time to recover definitely i mean there is a thing as active recovery as well whether it's a walk or a leisurely swim even some low intensity yoga which is also good Mm. but but absolutely the body needs to recover how many days in a row is too much so uh, i think a lot of people that that do sort of lifting based stuff will work on a sort of three three on one off sort of thing is that when you throw cardio in, is that too much? Do you, do you need to be looking to have two days in a row to try and heal, or is there is it different strokes? Well, yeah, I think it is different strokes, uh, but it's a good question, Jack. And I think if somebody's serious mm. about bodybuilding, you know, they might do legs on a Monday, yeah. then they wouldn't do legs again until Wednesday, yeah. maybe Thursday. You know, so you're giving that, but they might then go the next day and do chest, shoulders. So, you know, they're still giving mm. two days for that muscle group, but they're in there every day. Yeah. Or somebody who's very active, they might do yoga one day, run the next day, hit training on the third mm. day. So they're still doing something every day. Um, you can alter your intensity levels. So you could go on a Monday, yep. pushing it really hard. You could go on a Tuesday, taking it easy, doing lighter weights. Or you could do off legs one day and legs the next. Yep, absolutely. But but with somebody who's just getting back into it, I would just do every second day, you know, complete rest. So one day, second day rest, third day, let's go again. I like the sound of active recovery, Spud, yeah. because that means when yeah. you, I class golf as active recovery. No, I do. I, I love my golf. I yeah. played yesterday, and lucky enough, it was How'd just beautiful. Not too bad, Jack. We're we're gonna we're playing on Friday. I think oh, you I and can't, I, unfortunately, but yeah, you, you guys are. Yeah, yeah, I think we are. So, yep. um, fuzzball, Julian Baynard. <laughs> it's Julian Baynard playing. Yeah, he's that fine. little vlog's yeah, got himself is. in the game. And Hutto, yeah. Hutto. We've found that this is a form of relaxation for me now, Jimmy. The um, the golf's great. Just to switch off with your mates, walking around, you know, hitting a few balls, is something that I've found that's in the past was just rush, rush, rush. You know, yeah. be on the phone, but. It's such a great, relaxing game. It really is. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And a lot of people do it, don't they, now? It's just as a, again, as that active recovery sort of Absolutely. Yeah, walk around. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the social aspect of it as well. Righto. We have to let you go. Yep. How can we get involved? How can, if someone's listening out there and they think, you know what, I want in on group training or I want in on starting afresh, how can they get yep. involved? Oh, look, if they email, our email is us, U.S., at fitnessxo.com. So you can just email yep. on that or, or via the website, Instagram as well. And before we, we'll, we'll make a pact. We'll do it Monday, Wednesday. Uh, I think it's the first Monday in July. Yeah, for a couple of weeks, yeah. We'll do it for a couple of weeks, Jimmy. We'll get in there and then we'll, cool. away we go. You're back from America by then, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm back the day before. Beautiful. All right. For a week, so Lock it in. Well done, Jimmy. Looking forward to it. We'd love, on to, you, mate. We'd love to come down in. and test it out. No, looking forward to it, Jack. Great, Danny. Yeah, Jimmy, on, Jimmy, thanks for coming in. Appreciate thanks, it. Fitnessxo.com.au or us at fitnessxo.com.au. We'll take a break. Still plenty more to come on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone.
No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley. No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, as always, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. Purchase the new Lynx Gotcha Body Spray and support men's mental health. Only two ninety nine available at Chemist Warehouse, Danny Frawley. Yeah, and how good was Jimmy? Jimmy Tyler, we're old. Um, Do you realise we're lo- mates? We're locked in now. You realise we're that? locked in, and that's good because yeah. you know what? It gets to the stage sometimes. I've been pretty good. I'm walking well. I'm doing some weights, but I just need something to kickstart the metabolism and get right into it. What you can know you what I mean? not? What can you not do? I didn't see. I didn't know that oh, about your shoulder I can do before. Most most things. So I can run. I can yeah. You can ride, box. But anything above the shoulder at nine degrees, so I can I can lift any weight, and I could I could do it. But the the super spinatus would get fairly sore. It's like your rotator cuff. So for those people out there, it's like a um, I've had it, that operated on that many times that the tendon's very thin. So yeah. the last thing I want to do is damage it. But I can lift as heavy as weights below the shoulder and and shoulder height. But anything where it starts to impinge. So even swimming is a bit ordinary for me. So from that point of view, um, that's where it's at, mate. Just old, getting just about knackered. I haven't asked you about this before, but you mentioned that you do yoga yep. with uh, with Anita. Yep. How how hard was it to get into it first? Yes. And, and and have you improved? And I'm being no, serious. I've improved. No, no. It's the the first. I reckon the first month when I was doing yoga, I got so frustrated. Not not for the holds because. Females are obviously more flexible. We've got more muscle mass and not stretching for the last 10 years. You, you're pretty well stiff through your, your lumbar, your hamstrings shorten. So the thing that I've found with yoga is, and I can remember my late father dying. He was six foot three. I reckon by the time he passed away, he was lucky to be six foot. Yeah, okay. Because you, you basically spend all your life doing sit-ups and bench and, you, and your chest sort of and your shoulders rounded. So the yoga actually brings you back the other way and opens you up, and it's just, it's just a great feeling. But the first month, to be honest, it was more the concentration on the breath and and the holds. The fact that I couldn't do it as well as the other people who were doing it for a long time didn't worry me at all. It was just the concentration level. But now, see, that would normally worry you, though, wouldn't it? Being yeah. a competitor, you'd, yeah. you'd look around and think, well, why can't I do that? Yeah, well, you didn't, you know, nearly end up ripping the hammy off the bone. <laughs> but that, you know, I think. I do, I must admit, the first couple of sessions, my wife said, Danny, I don't think it's a good idea going up the front. Maybe maybe just go down the back corner. <laughs> you make a complete dick of yourself up there. And, yeah, and so anyway, I do get in the corner. But no, I really enjoy it. It's, it's actually something I do on a Monday and a Friday because weekends are busy. So you sort of chill out. And then Friday, you know, you're in for a busy weekend. So you just need that hour. And I, and I, and he's a good workout too. You can do some talk, type of, I know there's the Bikram yoga and Pilates is something that I'm sort of toying with a little bit as well. That's actually a really, heard, yeah, it's I've a really good is. workout. Yep. It really is. So yeah, it's good fun. I've heard a bit uh, about Pilates and the benefits for well, it. How's your ankle going, mate? Two, oh, by the way. You've, awful. So yeah. have you had an operation, what, on the tendons? Two. So yeah, the first one I had a five-part reconstruction oh, four years ago. Doesn't sound too good. And then I had another uh, version of a reconstruction where they basically just cut arthritic bone out. Mm. And yeah, it's not, not great. So nine months, I was supposed to start running after four, but it just hasn't. So what happens this time? Well, I don't, well, 
I'm out of options, basically. So, so depending on how this goes, at some point it's going to get fused. Because Billy Brownless has had a Yeah, I've spoken ankle. to Bill about this, actually. Yeah, so at some point it's going to get fused. Yeah. It's just a question of whether it's try and hold off. now or in five years yeah. or ten years. I'm obviously going to yeah. try and hold off for as long as I can. Why not? So, but, uh, but, yeah, it's not a lot of fun. You know what I have really started to get back into? And I, I think you and uh, Dell with a couple of these footy trips that we've done yeah. recently, just started hitting, yeah, back playing a bit of golf again. Yeah. The best part about the golf, I think, on your own, and you play with mates, that's the, that's the best time. But I, I actually go to the golf range for an hour and just put the earphones in, listen to some music. Do you really? Well, it actually relaxes your swing. Okay. Yeah, because normally, you know, you'd like, you're trying to strangle it like a monkey and you're... You can see the veins in your forearms, but actually listen to music gets the flow going, mate. You know, get in the flow. It takes your mind off everything else. Yes, yeah. and just focus on the swing and the follow-through. Out of all of the exercise you do now, I'm glad I've got this chance to pick yeah. your brain a bit on this. Out of all of the exercise you do now, what gives you the most satisfaction? Yeah. This morning, woke up with my wife, Anita, and we we got a coffee. with our We got a Shih Tzu Poodle and a nine-month Border Collie. He's a beauty, Winston. So... French fry. She's a, you know, obviously, um, she her name's Frenchie. That's a form of potato. My name's Spud. <laughs> French fry had a brother who was Chip. He died. Um, he was fourteen years of old, so, uh, age. So, the girls got pretty depressed. So we bought a six-week border collie, well-bred, and the girls come up with a name, and I thought oh, it's going to be, you know, mashed potato or something, something potato-related. Yeah. Anyway, they've called him called him Winston, and I must admit. I thought, God, he looks like a Winston, but the girls—they're very well, a bit, bit too cluey for me. Winston is a is a potato. Is that right? Yeah, it's an English potato. So Winston. So my best time now is walking my border collie, um, just before daylight, and there's a little bush park down there indented head through some um, moona trees on it on a track. It is, it's a track where you can actually take the lead off the dog. So he just runs up and back and runs up. So I'd walk, I probably walked about six and a half K this morning. And I reckon he would have walked at least double or triple that because he's running up and back and up and back and up and back. And he got back and I got back and read a book just before the footy because I didn't work today. And he had a snooze and I was watching him. And I'm not a, I must admit, I don't, but I actually had a sleep for 20 minutes. It was the best sleep I've ever had, I reckon, because I was about. Are you not normally a day snoozer? No, never. But I actually. Because the dog sort of relaxed me, he just sort of put me into a slumber and he was just sitting there with a bit of dribble coming out and I think about five minutes later I was too. But <laughs> with a bit nah, of dribble out as well. My favourite yeah. time now is definitely with my Border Collie. He can nearly talk to me and he he knows if I make a murmur of a morning, he's up and he's about. Up. Yeah. He, he's got that lead in his mouth. Yeah. As soon as I open the door, the, I always leave the lead and he just picks it up in his mouth and goes... Now it's my time. We're going to wrap this up on the other side of this here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. What? Have a bit of a chat about today's footy as well, Yeah, let's have a, yeah, it's an interesting game. Is it ever? We'll talk about that on the other side of this. It's all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, who are the home of real brands and real savings. No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley. Four minutes to ten o'clock on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. As always, wonderful support from Chemist Warehouse. 
the home of real brands and real savings. Spud, we haven't really had too much of a chance on this show to talk footy, but I reckon tonight's a good night to do no, exactly that. No, it is, Jack. That. It is. We've got to keep a balance. And, uh, we, you know, football is a part of our genre. And what a great game today. I must admit, I I don't do tips, but my two daughters do. And I said, and there are a couple down. I said, girls, you, you pro- probably should go for Collingwood. Yep. Because most people will go for Melbourne, and that's why, and they're very happy tonight. And, Would you have gone for Melbourne? Um, no, I always thought it was a toss of the coin. The reason why I thought Collingwood would go well against the D's is because of Collingwood's half forwards, and I, and I put probably five of them in that bracket: Will Hoskin, Elliott, Dugowie, who played in the midfield, but then you got side bottom floating through. You've got um, Stevenson, who's the other lad? Um, oh, obviously, Big Mason Cox. Yep. And then you've got um, who's, who's the lad that kicked four goals last week? He only kicked one today. My check, Brady Mitchell. Yeah. So yeah. they've got they've got a spread of players that can go through the forward line, and what it does, it makes Melbourne's strength, which I think their key strength is, Hibbard, Lewis, Jetta, Salem, Salem. These guys, especially Hibbard. So if you can get them to defend instead of just taking intercept marks and playing on, um, and Colin were able to do that, they kept them honest all game and. Gee, Mason Cox, I, I heard you on the way in. I think you're right. I think the um, the fact is he's, his body's probably got used to it and he's now knows that it's it, it's an intimidating game, but it's not super intimidating. And he's actually an intimidating And he's a lot specimen. bigger than everyone else. Yeah. So he's yeah. actually starting to launch. Yeah. And his ground level work for a guy that's over seven foot is terrific. So they might be onto something here, the Pies. And I think... I think a few clubs have gone the American way. And if you're going to get an American, get a seven-footer. Don't get someone that's six-foot-four. We've got plenty of them here. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go outside the square, and I think Collingwood have done a really good job there. I think their back line are great. Their midfield kick goals. Um, Trelaw, um, Tyson. No, not Tyson. Adams, Pendlebury. And Melbourne, yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? Petrarca had a bad game. Brayshaw was quiet. Hogan was Hogan quiet. Hogan was quiet. McDonald was very good for Well, him. You, you say before the guy, game, McDonald kicked six, you think, well, how far to Melbourne? Probably win, win yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the competition says if you win six in a row, you're probably nearer to the loss than, than another win. Yeah. So, they'd played some really good games, probably not in the top echelon of teams, but. Oh, they had a, yeah. One of them was a top four. Well, they beat Melbourne. Uh, yeah. Sorry, they beat Adelaide, Adelaide. in in, uh, in, in Alice Adelaide. Springs. Alice yeah. Springs. So yeah. that that was a huge win. So yeah, I think Collingwood. Well under Nathan Buckley, he's got this team. They they couldn't buy a goal last year. They never had multiple goal scorers at all. And you see today again four, four, and five from from Mason Cox, Will Hoskin, Elliott. I think he's now kicked something like sixteen goals from naught to fifteen. Yeah. And it's that running, running power that exactly. they've got. They're yep. running power over the top. So, yeah, he's got some weapons. And, and Grundy, I thought, was outstanding in the ruck. Yeah, he had a big challenge today against who, Gorn. Who, who would you give the uh, chocolates Grundy. to? Not by much. Yeah. We, we had a couple of callers who say that yeah. Grundy towed him up. I don't think he towed nah, him up. No, definitely not. Um, no, that didn't Just happen. only Grundy. Just maybe thought around the ground he hurt Gorn a little bit the other way. What did you think of the Ds? What, what how did you did you think it was just one of those games where yeah, they a I think, bit overall with the crowd? I think what you said is spot on. If you win six in a row, you're probably closer to a loss than you are a win. Um, but I thought they gave up the midfield a bit too, the the corridor a bit too much today, Spud. I thought they didn't they didn't block explain, that middle corridor. Explain. Off. Well, they allowed Collingwood to run and carry all the way through, whereas 
normally, if you can zone off and block that corridor, you force them wide. And they don't get that easy path to goal. And that's just happened too often today, I thought. And the, the fact that they were in front in every break, well, actually in front for the whole game. Just yeah. had a look there. They, they kicked the first goal and never got headed. So the, the entire game, though, I think Melbourne got to 16 points a couple of times in the second half, 17 points. Colin kicked two, then I'd kick one. You just thought, no, nah, Colin, we're not going to give this up. They were just too good on the day. Always nice to see you, good Spud. Jack. I'll see you on Friday night. You for the certainly week. will. Um, I'll get the chocolates again with Hutto and Dell, no doubt. <laughs> or Julian Baynard. You know, that little it's Baynard, is it? That fuzzy little Fuzzball. man. Yeah, Baynard's his name. Spud's Fuzzball. back next Baynard. week with no man Baynard, should ever Baynard, walk Baynard. alone. Baynard.